Hi, and welcome to a quick thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or word of encouragement in a short, to-the-point format. Here we go. Today, I'm excited to bring you a clip from one of our sessions at the upcoming Rise Up Summit happening here really soon, October 21st through 26th. Um, This clip is from a session with Laura Keebart of LanguageArtsTeachers.com, where she's talking about how to run centers and stations in your classroom without it being super stressful. In this particular clip, she's going to help us figure out how do we start off with stations if either we've never done them before or our students aren't used to doing them in our classroom. So here's some great advice on how to get started with centers and stations. Can you share some ideas for how teachers can set up and run stations simply and effectively? I know you have you have a whole training you do on this. So what can you share with us to help us out with this? Yeah, you know, one of the <clears throat> one of the the biggest myths I think is that teachers feel like, okay, if I'm going to do stations, my groups need to be small. I can't have 10 kids in a station, right? Um, and so that means if I've got a class of 30 kids and I want no more than five kids per station, okay, do the math. And you're thinking, okay, that means I need six different activities every day that I'm doing stations. Wow, that's a lot of planning. Or I could plan one lesson, one time, deliver it to the masses, done. Like, why on earth would I do stations? That's so much extra work. And so to answer your question, it comes down to, you know, when you, when you introduce stations, you can introduce stations one at a time. Not all the stations in the classroom need to be different types of activities when you're first starting out. So you can take one activity that you have, one learning experience, put your students into small groups and have them all go ahead and work on the same thing so that you can focus on just the overall classroom management so that you can look for those, those little fires you need to put out, um, In other words, you don't have to start off with all these kids in all these different stations doing all these different things and and like you're losing your mind. So, um, you know, maybe it's vocabulary. Maybe you're working on vocabulary. It's okay to put your kids into stations and have every station in the classroom doing the same thing because the point is that you have to get your kids ready for this. You have to kind of train them through the process. So what happens is, you know, it allows you as a teacher to start to see where the needs are. When I put my kids into groups and I set a timer for 15 minutes for this particular activity, um, what are some things that are, that are going to pop up during that 15 minutes that, that I need to be able to address? And so, you know, you'll have kids like I, you know, I, I have a, maybe you have a folder and it has all the handouts in it, right? For the station. Well, you're going to have situations where, you know, a kid will raise their hand. Um, there are five of us in the group and there are only three papers in here. What do we do? Or I'm finished early. The timer's still on for five more minutes, but I'm done. What, like, what do I do with this handout? What do I do with this? All those little things are going to pop up. And so giving yourself as the teacher grace to move around the room, roam around the room, look for these things popping up. Think about how you can um, give your kids the tools to basically solve their own problems during station time oh, right. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm human. I'm going to miscount the handouts or, oh yeah. Um, I forgot to tell them what to do with their papers when they're done. Oh yeah. What, what do they do if they finish early or that timer goes off and half my class isn't finished with that station activity? What do I do? So you as a teacher need time to kind of figure out what you want that to look like. And so when you put your kids into groups in the beginning, when you're first starting out, when you're first giving this a try, 
go ahead and have them all do the same thing so that you can focus on these, these little issues that pop up along the way. Because if students know, oh, if, if there are five of us in the group and there's only three handouts, we know what to do. We know where the file cabinet is. We know that we're allowed to get that. Oh, we need highlighters for this activity. Okay, do we all in the group get up and go over to the cabinet to get highlighters or does one person in the group do it for the whole group? Like all those little things allow yourself as the teacher to kind of figure those things out by keeping your students in small groups, giving them all the same things so that you have a chance, you know, the the mental space and the energy to handle those and to teach your kids what to do when these things pop up. And then once they've got it, once they know what to do, then you can start um, uh, giving them different station experiences. You can even start running your own station as a teacher so that you can actually sit down with kids who need a little bit of scaffolding or some differentiation. But that other piece that has to come first, that piece where, you know, because one of one of the most frustrating things is, okay, I'm a teacher. We've got stations going. I'm sitting down with my group of five kids because I'm going to do something a little bit different with them. And I can't even get through my first sentence because I've got hands popping up all over the classroom because of all these different things that they need. So the situation I just described where all the kids are, they're, they're going to do the same thing for a while until they and you know how this runs, like do that first. And then you'll get to where, wow, I can sit down with four or five kids in front of me. I can differentiate and I'm not interrupted. Like my kids know how to solve their own problems during station time. I thought this advice from Laura was just so amazing. I hope you guys found it helpful as well. And if you want to hear more of her amazing advice, we have a 40-minute session with Laura where she dives way more into detail about how to set up centers and stations. She talks about how to run the teacher station and so many more things. Uh, You won't want to miss it. It's free to watch at the Rise Up Summit happening October 21st through 26th. So head to riseupchristianeducators.com. It is free, but you do need to sign up at riseupchristianeducators.com. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.